Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest disaster on the internet. It's the Foreheads Podcast. I'm Golden Boy, alongside with Bren Sideshow Reinforced. We're going to talk your ear off about things. I that wasn't don't ready. Matter. Come on, Bren. Kind, I wasn't ready for that kind of energy this morning. Yeah, you want to restart? No, no, we're not. No, no, I don't want to restart. I was just saying I wasn't ready for that kind of energy. I have a flight to catch in a few hours. I got to get a haircut. I need you guys on your toes. Okay, right. where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to North Carolina Ooh. Uh, to host the Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Major. Ooh. Uh, which is, yeah, it's going to be. Oh, great. yeah. Isn't that where Epic is? Yeah, it's also where Epic is as well. Yeah, yeah. I might, I Wait, might just, I might just hit up my buddy Nate. Yeah, hit him, Nate. Ask him <laughs> no, what's up. No, hey, Rainbow Six. Up, is, you hit him up, dog. <laughs> isn't that what Bren does? I'm like, hey, hit him up. Hit him up, dude. Hit him up. Rainbow <laughs> Six is Ubisoft, uh, Johnny. What kind of haircut are you oh. going for? Well, you going for the you know mullet. just just Fresh fade. standard Puerto Rican fade, you know, mm, just mm. keeping it nice and Caribbean, uh, <laughs> not trying to throw much out there. Also, I don't really have much to work with. That's true. So That's Are true. you balding? Huh? You balding? You know, it's hitting me a little bit in the back. Really? You know? mm. Just a t- just a touch. Have you ever tried facial hair? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I can grow facial hair. Imagine yeah, if you like balded it from your face, though. Wait, are like, you just you directly know? calling me out? Imagine if you balded from your face first. Oh, I didn't even realize grow facial hair. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you can't grow hair. <laughs> Yo, that's my bad. balding. That's a yikes for me. Johnny, too. I, I don't even know why you're saying yo because you you where's your facial hair at? Hey, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I actually shave it. That's, that's I think you'd look amazing with a beard, Johnny. I, no, but I tried to have a beard when I played competitive Overwatch. Google this right now. Oh, uh, the yeah, fisherman you had a beard. beard. He, he I, I had like a neck beard. Reinforced fisherman beard. No, that's not what you should Google. But yeah, if you Google like 2016, like APAC or uh, Apex or something like that, like I'm pretty sure you'll get me with a beard. When I won uh, APAC and I held the trophy in like my Instagram picture, I had the wildest neck beard. Mm. But it's so weird because I was so like overconfident, like, that I thought I could rock it because, like, when you're the best in the world at Overwatch, mm, you true. kind of get this level of like self confidence. It's sort of like super, you know, he's just too cocky, he's too overconfident. <laughs> I had that yeah. same thing in 2016, and I was like, I can rock a neck. That, that explains so wrong. much about a lot of the players in our league. The way they look. <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, because it also just, explains like, a lot there. about how you just charged in face first, whereas Reinhardt, so much confidence. Yeah, because I knew. I can't right, even find this bit. picture of you as well. Yeah, I can't find it. All I'm finding is, is you as uh, talent. Yeah. Also, when the bowels I, of the internet. When I Google reinforce APAC, it just comes up with a oh, bunch yeah, of business there, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's uh, like, okay. reinforce your business in the Asia-Pacific region. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do. If it's not while you guys are while you guys are looking for uh, Johnny's long lost past as a bearded <laughs> man, uh, we can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, we want to let everyone know some housekeeping. Uh, Forehead's about to hit four point five k subs on YouTube, so get out there, let us know that you like the podcast by subscribing. Also, hit the bell so that this way you can be informed when mm. new videos hit are that going bell. online. Also, make sure you subscribe to us on all the platforms of the podcasting that you prefer to listen to, whether that be Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, uh, Anchor, I don't know, 
where the hell kids congregate these days <laughs> uh so and i and i totally sound like a boomer there but what whatever boomer. We're, gonna, we're gonna just glance past that also sponsor us that's actually a bullet point here sponsor us that's all i got uh i don't know if you want your brand associated with this but if you do and you want to take that risk hit us up today um also reviews does this link work for you i don't know oh dear Just god do a uh, facebook Oh, what? What? oh yes. Okay. Me? Right. Here we go. This this is oh, Johnny my. the Fisherman. Uh, just a quick break <laughs> from the housekeeping to see Johnny the Fisher. How old are you in this picture, Johnny? Uh, it was 2016, so I was 21. 21. Yeah. You look, ass, that looks like yesterday. You look Yo, older. You look why older. Why are they Why are they handing out dildos as trophies? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, don't know who I mean. That, but... That gives me way too much information into how loose your asshole is, actually, Brad. And who Listen. also Wait, what? said dildo trophy. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wise advice that was passed down my family. Right. Have you taken advantage of that advice? <laughs> Listen, I'm sure he does. We don't, we don't kink shame on this podcast, Johnny. Sure, sure. Not, not well, gonna, I can tell by all the poop kink shame. Nothing wrong with a bit of, bit of bum play all right let's oh, uh, let's get back to the housekeeping oh man we're, i mean we're like minutes in we already talked about the dildos and bum play we are so gonna get demonetized uh okay so actually we're not even getting monetized so low <laughs> we literally do this podcast out of the pure enjoyment of the four of us getting together and uh yelling about random crap mostly ai so yeah. You know, oh, uh, I, I, I mean, is it okay? I guess we could talk about it. Yeah, I might as well mention it. Uh, so someone mentioned the other day about making shirts, and uh, I actually uh, started the process, and we reached out to uh, Ult. Uh, nothing's official right now, but they they hit hit us up. I've been talking to them for a while now. They're a really good group. Uh, in case you're not familiar with it, maybe you don't come from the Overwatch League. Old, they make all the gear for the Overwatch, or some of the gear for the Overwatch League. Correct? I'm, yeah, I'm right yeah, there. yeah. Um, I don't think they make everything, but they make a lot of it. Yeah, and their stuff is like really high quality, super awesome. Uh, so we're talking to them, and uh, it seems like it's going to happen. So we're going to get foreheads shirts. I don't know what the hell they look like because <laughs> we got to send them the we sent them the files, uh, and then they're going to work their magic. Uh, but yeah, so it's probably going to be like a flash sale. So when it happens, we'll probably end up doing it with like maybe a special edition of the podcast or maybe do it live or we are got, we just basically got to get in that booty and let everyone know what's going on. So random idea, happy. random idea, but this is sort of what this mm. podcast is about. I would yeah. love a shirt with like two, two headed uh, ogres and one ogre is Josh and Bren and one ogre is me and <laughs> golden boy <laughs> i actually really like that that's a great idea i yeah. love that idea uh, oh, well, i was also good. gonna say just getting the the logo or something and having it hand drawn by bren i think would be mad fun because <laughs> 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 bren's interpretation of the logo just like mm. a little kid has drawn well, yeah it, can't be, it has to be an interpretation of the logo it cannot yeah. be the Wait, actual he, logo. He can't, he can't see the logo when he's drawing. He can't drawing see the logo. Yes. Has to be from memory. No. <laughs> yes. Didn't you take Brent. art or something, Brent? When you got to go into <laughs> art? Brent took art. No. When I was a, when I was a kid, I was very much into it, and then I got forced out of it. 
Why were you forced out of it? <laughs> forced out of the art game at a young age. Why? What happened? Yeah. Because uh, it's like divergent Hitler paths. Like <laughs> he got forced out of the art game. So did Bren. Because uh, uh, I really wanted to get. When I was a kid, I liked drawing, and art mm-hmm. was was my favorite subject. And uh, I used to draw a lot when I was a kid. It used to be okay. Um, and I wanted to take it as a subject, but my school pushed me into STEM subjects. Why? Because they're a shit school. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, <laughs> well, I guess it's not really <laughs> much of that story. I really no, but they were like, the they, they, of, they uh... thought it was like, uh, there's no tragic story like my father was killed by a paintbrush or some shit. <laughs> or you working at Tesco. <laughs> yes, yes, it always comes back to that. But it was, uh, it was just a case of my school pushing students into STEM subjects because that's what gets the best university ad- admission uh, 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 rates. Mm, they want to bump so up in, in, in yeah. my defense, or not my defense, actually, my, my uh, sad life, um, the opposite actually happened in my school. Sorry, but before you start, I really just love the idea of Bren in a painting class and like drawing and like doing like the sun in the upper left corner painting the flowers, you know, the hill, and then, the, like, the teacher just grabbing Bren's hand and just being like, you're not good at this, Bren. <laughs> you, you should move on. You should try something else. Dude, I, I was, I was actually a boss. I had, I had some talent when it came to the, uh, the artistic art. See, I don't understand how that could be possible so, when you can't, okay. you can't draw no. letters. You can't draw. No, he draws like B's the wrong way around, and like he does his E from the bottom, and or he does twos backwards and stuff. My, it's an, an artistic touch. I do, touch. I, I do my E from the bottom. Like you do your e, e? No, not capital E. The the little E. He goes. Oh, like, I actually start. I start from the middle, and then I wrap around. Yes, I mean, that's yeah, that's person. how human beings write E's. Uh, I so when I was learning to write, I have a distinct memory as a kid of uh, of. They were trying to teach us letters. This is in quite literally the lowest f- form of schooling. Well, not really the lowest. It was reception. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of kind of the lowest. But I remember they had these, they gave us these little notebooks and we would have to practice writing the letter A. And I couldn't wrap my head around stopping the letter A. So what I would do is I would draw the circle for A. I draw the circle for A, and I just keep going all the way. <laughs> Wait, what? The, the so you'd fill it. an entire page with one A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it would just be the line as it as it went out with the A, and it would go for the entire page. And I remember the teacher as a kid. Honestly, I don't know where my schools were hiring these people. I think she was mentally uh, ill, honestly, because she was just shouting at us, these small children, shouting at me for messing up the, the letter A. I was like, what in what? What do you want from me? I'm fucking six. Like, you can't expect me to grasp this shit instantly. I don't even think I was six. I was probably like four. But I've never heard of anybody failing to realize when to stop. <laughs> like... Uh, did that happen with every letter memories. or just the A? Just A, because it was the first one we were learning to write was A. Right. And I would go like that, and I was just like, oh, I don't know how to stop! <laughs> and I would just keep going. I just couldn't, couldn't register in my mind to stop. In my mind, as you were saying that, I was thinking of like, you know, uh, they do those podcasts where um, 
they'll have like uh animation and stuff mm -hmm. so i was thinking about an animated sequence of brand as a child yelling at his <laughs> teacher i don't fucking know what to do <laughs> and, and then we're just all laughing in the background it was great content we need to hire mind. one of those it's a, yeah it's if a shame an animator, we don't have an artist on staff if you're an it really animator, hit us up you know yeah. how much work that is it's an outrageous amount of we work. just um hired Not them what money we're getting yeah, but we're the best assassin on the internet. We're making so much money. It's freaking insane. I don't it's even true. know what to do with all this money. I'm investing uh, in AI. Oh, Bren actually AI. has started no. investing in stocks, though. Bren, Bren over the last couple of weeks, has decided we're to gonna, invest. We're going to get to We're going to put it on that because that is quality content. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say real quick, you had mentioned school. You're saying that they were stopping you from... Uh, from or from from like going into art it was mm. actually the opposite for me i wanted to be a chef and then uh but my school was like no go go to like a cuny you know go to like a which cuny is not a bad it's like city university of new york uh but at the time they had like depicted cunies as like the poor man's school so it was like mm. no you can't get into cooking school just go to this regular ass college and maybe not get a degree Yo, that fuck, was education fuck the man that's exactly how it is. So you know what I ended up doing? Not going to school. Damn right. Look at me now. All this money. Same. Raising yeah. it in. Two most uh, successful people in this school didn't go to fucking college. Exactly. Mm. Nailing it. Meanwhile, what did Josh do? Hey, Johnny, you, you go to college? Be a freaking doctor or something? Nope. Dumbass. No. Three right. most successful people in this school didn't go to college. I mean, I Josh went to college, had to quit because he realized if he actually completed his education... Then he would not succeed in life. What did you went to school for, Josh? Me? Where you were going? No, yeah, where you going to college for? Medicine. I was going to become yeah. a doctor. What a dumbass! Right? What a <laughs> get a load of this guy. Get a load of this dumbass. Am I right, guys? Wow! What a freaking moron. Yeah, I would have been trapped, earning no money, wiping the butts of sick people. In, Me. in, in it would have been wiping my ass. Yeah, That's, I might. No, have been. I. I think you more it's would have been like thing. one of the insane doctors in like amnesia, you know, that just does like wonky shit and just tries to do... connect those two. Well, I can uh, look at Josh's forehead and I sample <laughs> anything guy pretty easily. All right. Well, let's get to some of the Apple sorry, podcast sorry. reviews. I got to say as well, I realized in the middle of that, we were probably insulting the entirety of the medical profession. Why? So I, what do you mean? Why? Why? Advanced, I'm man. implying that wiping asses isn't a good job. Listen, my nan, wipe, my nan wipes asses. My mum's a nurse. She wipes asses. I don't think Certainly anyone would claim that wiping asses is a great job. I think even the people that not, do that don't, don't be, enjoy don't, it. Don't be sold by my lies. Don't go into <laughs> nursing or, or anything like that. Wait, yeah. but like, we all know that the real money is in podcast now you're mis-selling exactly. nursing and doctoring as and doctoring i'm actually just getting infected by bread it's <laughs> <laughs> just wiping asses it's there's there's care and no, there's a lot more to it. compassion there's a lot more to it help yeah. your hands every now and then i should hope so if you're wiping asses yeah yeah anyway golden boy ca carry on carry on uh let's talk about some of the apple podcast reviews we got a couple good ones here we're now ranked ranked 4.9 out of five because we have one one star review and one four star review and the four star oh. review i can't believe it it comes at the cost of myself it's from west bond west bond my friend says golden boy join aew golden boy i can't give you five stars until you do another aew show <laughs> literally out of my hands there's nothing i could do about that what a ticket 
And uh, yeah, so he rated four stars because of that. Well, I did discover uh, while I was in Peru and my wife was shopping all around. I was oh, looking at Jesus. I was looking at uh, ratings and mm. stuff. If we can get up to like 150 ratings, I think we might end up like showing up on the iTunes like like most watched thing. What? Mm. Isn't I don't, most I mean, look, watched generally to do with views rather than ratings? No, I, no, because it's like all algorithm. Okay. It's all like oh, uh, it's you know, AI, AI bro. It's all AI, dude. Okay, you know, uh, on August the eighth, August the seventh, mm. the four heads was the forty-six most listened to podcast in the United States in the leisure category. Wow. What, what is the ledger category? What is that? Leisure. 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 Leisure, leisure. It's pronounced okay. leisure. Leisure. No, it's leisure. Okay, that's fair. It's definitely out. leisure. Certainly you guys leisure. speak English wrong. It, it's, mm-hmm. it rhymes with pleasure because you have leisure and pleasure. Ah, oh, wow. I say pleasure. So you do know. not say pleasure. <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> oh man. So some of the other reviews that we had here. Uh, this is actually a great one. This from Wheelser uh, says massively entertaining idiocy cage match. And he says, what happens when you lock up Golden Boy Reinforced Sideshow and Brand in a chat with apparently no rules for creating thoughtful and structured content? Answer this podcast. If all the news of the world didn't have you worried about what the world or that the world is going to end soon, <laughs> this podcast will end all doubt. <laughs> Considering how often this podcast talks about the future of technology, you would think you would become well informed every show. Yet. Every episode, you know your brain cells have been put through a permanent slumber. Not only into not into technology talk, don't fret. They will follow every rabbit hole of conversation to the deepest depth of the earth, especially True. if the concept involves natural bodily functions. You'll laugh, Yo. cry, laugh, question existence, laugh, and at the end of it all, think, how did I listen to all of that? And I wouldn't have it any other way. Love this podcast. <laughs> highly recommended. Thank you so much, Wheelser, for that one. Uh, guys, once again, you want to leave a review, go down, uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, rate us. You can rate us five stars, four stars. I don't, honestly, I don't give a shit. I think uh, really. I, I, yeah, I need as many reviews as possible because I've realized that there's a high likelihood I just don't get hired next year after talking about fiddling with my bum at the start of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I need I need 155 sour reviews ASAP on my desk by Monday. Yeah, because otherwise, Bren won't be able to... Uh, what are you eat. planning to do? Just send them in to whoever's going to hire you. <laughs> Just send in your Apple reviews. No, I think you said 150 you get on the front page, right? I in think, my mind, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm in guessing. my mind, that's how we get money. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Apple is going to come down and he's going to send us a Mr. check. Mr. Apple. Mr. Apple. Mm. Mm. Who what is Mr. Trump? Apple now? <laughs> it's <a> Tim Cook. <laughs> Remember when... I, we don't talk about politics here, but we got to talk about this. Trump was like, uh, he was like, I'd like to thank Tim Apple for having us here. Tim <laughs> Apple? <laughs> he said that? Yeah, everyone's like, who the fuck is Tim Apple? What? <laughs> Tim Cook from Apple, the, the current like head of Apple or CEO or whatever. But he called him Tim Apple. I'll Freaking. tell you what, though. Listen. The US and the UK, we're going to be like this, bro. You know that meme where it's like you're grasping hands? Mm. The predator. This is it. The UK over here, the US over here, fucking you got Trump and you got Brexit. Boom. Boom. Nailing it. I love the the idea of every CEO uh, having to like get the last name of their company. Joe, uh, Jeff Amazon. 
So you have to call him like Bill Microsoft or something. Bill Microsoft. <laughs> Mr. Microsoft. Well, then Mr. Microsoft. Didn't Nintendo just promote somebody to a really high position called uh, Bowser? Bowser. Bowser, yeah. Bowser. <laughs> Bowser yeah, Nintendo. Doug... Yeah, Doug no, Bowser. No, his first exactly name like... isn't Bowser, Johnny. You wouldn't be called Bowser Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. His surname is Bowser. Yeah, his name is Doug What's Bowser. It? He is the uh, current president and chief operating officer of uh, Nintendo America. I uh, took over for um, Reggie. Reggie uh, Phil's Iaming, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Anim- anime. No, it's not anime fucking bot. Anime. <laughs> this is not what it is. Uh, yeah, so uh, last week on the podcast, we actually asked you guys um, to share with us some of our, some of your most embarrassing yet fondest childhood memories and the first one of us that is going to share a story uh i I'm oh, guessing this, this isn't even I... this isn't even a memory mate this is just look at johnny's head <laughs> this, <laughs> we were gonna go through memories but beforehand i know that johnny just got one of the greatest haircuts uh, i he told okay. me the bare bones of this story and i was crying and this go was just it. over like whatsapp so Brent's this is not childhood a... memories. This is Johnny's haircut. Johnny, the yeah, this was, this yeah, was like Brent a week ago. It looks pretty good. It does look pretty Honestly, good. Honestly, it's, it's not even that out. bad. Yeah, yeah, it's no, good. it's pretty it's decent. Bad. It's very it's short. Pretty good. I was just really, I was just really scared, like when it happened. So essentially, I wanted to get a fresh cut on Monday, right? Like mm. I look at Brent mm. on the daily. And I was like, this man, <laughs> this man. I don't get that many fresh cuts. Yeah, but we got some some fresh cuts. I mean, you go to Silver Lake, you go to your barber. Nah, not anymore. No, not anymore. Not but anymore, can no. you just let me tell this story? <laughs> sure. Carry on, carry on. I'm just tearing like, holes. No, no, Brent must there. tell you that he doesn't go to a Silver Lake barber anymore. <laughs> it's imperative that you know this. Je- jealous of this, of course. I wanted to go to my own barber. But the problem is I haven't really gone to a barber in the past. I've just gone to a typical hairdresser, right? Mm. But I didn't want that. I wanted the real barber <laughs> experience, right? So I Google barbers in glendale <laughs> and i find this this pretty good spot it's called the the barber brothers i'm like cool five stars keep it 11 in the reviews what keep it in the family the barber brothers yeah. yeah why not you know that's pretty cool you know yeah. the brothers and they do haircuts and it's pretty sick so i mean it already starts out pretty weird because essentially <laughs> i walk into this building and it's a maze of just saloon studios saloon studios saloon studios yeah, it's salon, like different salon. Salon. Yeah. So it's literally just like 20 different salons of like haircut places. And they've just got a giant map with numbers that says like which saloon is where on this one address. I'll show you guys. It's it's wild. It's just like <laughs> a five, ten minute walk from here, and it's wild. Just like 20, 30 different kind of saloons. What? <laughs> I, love that, I love that you keep saying saloons because saloons are like wild west. <laughs> Uh, bar places. <laughs> like, like you were going for a haircut. You were going for a haircut. Yeah. You wandered into a place where they they just sat at the bar and they're like, "You shouldn't have come to this town. <laughs> <laughs> There's only room for the <laughs> one of us." Uh, anyway, so I look at this map and I find my place, and obviously it's in the back of the maze, right? So I have to walk past all of these different hairdressers and barbers, not saloons. Sure. And I eventually I get there, and it's. Pretty simple. You know, there's no windows. There's two mirrors, two barber chairs. There's a couch, and they have Netflix on the TV. And I think to myself, well, this is a pretty cool spot. So I knock on the door, uh, say, hey, it's Jonathan. Uh, I got an appointment for 11 a.m. 
Um, and there's two, uh, three people actually, and they just look at me and they don't say anything. And he just motions to go sit on the couch. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty weird. You know, you don't even say hello. Like, okay, you know, fair enough. Okay. Okay. One of the hairdressers leaves. So there's one customer in a chair and there's one barber, you know, going at it, cutting his hair. Um, and I sit there and I wait. It's pretty awkward because it's a very small room. And I'm just sitting in this couch watching Netflix. And the, obviously in the corner, they have like a bunch of booze. There's whiskey because it's a barber joint, right? So you want mm. to have whiskey there. You know, it's very manly, you know, that kind of <laughs> vibe to it. So anyway, uh, the customer and the barber, they don't speak at all. They don't ex- exchange words. You know, there's nothing going on. And I'm like, wow, these people got to know each other, I suppose, because... You know, they, they don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> anyway, they finish the haircut, they shake hands, and the customer walks out. I'm like, not even a goodbye? <laughs> like, like, what is going on here? Like, they're not even saying goodbye. They just they don't, don't even talk. And so Weird. it's my turn, and their barber motions me to go sit in the chair. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey nice to meet you. Uh, and the guy can't talk. Like, and I realize... That at this barber joint, both of the barbers are deaf. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they, they can't talk, so he just motions and does hand gestures, and is like trying to communicate with me how to get my hair done. And I freak out, and I'm like, I can't do hand signals for how I want my hair cut. But at the same time, I'm loving it because who the fuck goes to a deaf barber to get their hair cut? <laughs> And I'm like, this is such an amazing, unique experience. I'm going to live it out firsthand. This is the type of shit you hear on a podcast that you don't get to experience. But I get to experience it. And I'll tell it on the podcast that you're listening to. It's incredible. So anyway, I said... What happened? Hold on. So I I sit there and we're going to decide what kind of haircut I'm going to get. But he doesn't have a catalog of like haircuts or whatever. So I'm like, oh, you know, I want to cut it short. And I like motion. And he does like, uh, do you want one, two, or three? And I'm like, I don't know what one, two, three means. So it's just <laughs> like the length. Levels is length. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, well, I'll go with two then. And he's just like, you know, doesn't say anything. But, he, you know, brings out the razor. And he just, you know, like when you shave, you have like the, the razor. And it kind of goes, you know, like this, you know downwards with the things sure. he just flips it upside down and just like starts raking my hair just <laughs> and it's just hair flying and i'm like holy shit what have i done like i've gone to this deaf barber and he's just mowing my hair down and it, it's just, like my girlfriend's going to hate me <laughs> but he does a pretty stellar job and overall i'm happy with it and i'm just like i want to tell this guy that i love him and he means so much to me but i'm just sitting there with a stupid smile on my face because i can't talk to him and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey is this stuff good up. here is this good and i'm just like good man it's good man yeah thumbs up dude and uh, i i just i'm just loving it like i'm i'm almost laughing m- maniacally in the chair while i'm getting a haircut because i just love this experience <laughs> um, and at the end of it uh, i just show him my card and he gives thumbs up we take cards and i pay shake hands and i pat him on the shoulder and I just come out with this fresh-looking cut from a deaf barber <laughs> with a five-star review on Google Maps. And Would you go back? Would you go back? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I mean, I, I don't really care what anyone thinks about that story overall. I just loved every moment of it because 
Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's different. And I just love it. It's I don't different. know what else to say. It's so, but no. uh, I mean, mm. I got a, I got a message that said, uh, laugh my ass off. I've just been to a deaf barber's. He lawn mowed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was so scared. Yeah. Like, I've never had my hair this, this short. And he was like, oh, how do you want me to cut the back? And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. He did like this kind of stroking motion in the back or something else. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. So he just kind of like razor the back of my head too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks good. It's giving you a fresh fade on a hey, give you a fade. Yeah, that's all it is, brother. You just you listen, all right? You just roll it to the hood. You're good to go. But there, there right. was you, something about that experience in not being able to way. talk with my barber. And I just... No, that, that I think, is the more incredible experience. What do you mean you roll up to the hood and you're good to go? <laughs> look, I mean, look at him, baby. He's fresh, bro. He's got lines. You you lined up. That's all that really is, boo. Hey, you lined turn up. up. Turn up, dude. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, great. Yeah, definitely. No, we don't do that. No, we don't do that. We don't do dabs. That's not what we can do. I, uh, can I tell you a story of how I first came into contact with death? With death? Well, okay. well, wait. Before before you talk about death, I just want to say small, like little addendum for my haircut story. When I lived in California, no one knew how to cut my hair because we have in New York, we have a very specific style of how we cut our hair. Uh, I went to uh, Supercuts and it was all Asian barbers. And I went in and the lady looked at me and she legit was like, I don't know how to cut your hair. And then I left. <laughs> <laughs> she she said she refused to cut my hair because my hair was like, like my hair is like rough, nappy, you know, like. Yeah. So she just looked at me. She's just like, I can't. I can't <laughs> broken, that's a broken hairdresser. And, she's and seen it, some shit. <laughs> yeah. So she's so I, I mean, I don't know, like if her clippers were made of like paper or something where like she clipped on my nappy ass hair and we're like <laughs> it <was> just break <laughs> so i was just like all right <laughs> goodbye and the Your too goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> thank you bye all right oh. uh death let's talk about death bren what, what death. You wait what what was your setup for this story bren the concept of morality okay okay this we, was your first touch some... with death yeah we As have a child subjects. As okay. A child. Okay. So childhood memories. Is that where we're going? Childhood memories. Let's go. Oh, all right. All right. This this is going to give you some insight into what made Bren Bren, because I know some people are like, I don't know how he survives on a day to day basis. And I'll tell you how I survived. Think about that every day before I go to bed. Yeah. That, natural, natural selection. selection. But okay. So let me set the scene. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a lovely winter's day in a council estate in Gloucester, England. And uh, we, we, had just, we were just wrapping up Christmas at the time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I know it's going to be better. better. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just induced a stroke in Johnny. <laughs> go, go, Brad, go. We were, just, we were just wrapping up Christmas at the time. Uh-huh. It was a great time. I was around, probably say around 10 years of age. Uh, and, uh, we, we had a fake Christmas tree because, uh, literally, I mean, real Christmas trees, that's some white people shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, yo, yo, I yo, that ass, that ass, he ain't wrong. He ain't I can't, wrong. I can't wrong. fuck with that. I can't fuck fake with that. Fake ass Christmas trees my whole life. First yeah. time I had real Christmas tree was yeah. this year. You want to know why? Because I'd be living in a neighborhood where white people doing that shit. Exactly. I lived exactly. right next to a woods. We just chopped our own and just brought it in. Okay, calm yeah. down, fisherman. All right. We used to grow one in our garden. 
It's a grower Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, we, every year we would plant it back in the garden and then we would dig what? it up again and put it in our front room. No, that's sadistic. Yeah. That is sadistic. Yeah. How is that sadistic? Your trees suffer for a little bit. Now come back in. We're going to come back next year and cut your fucking drunk off. <laughs> and then, and then you're going to it back out. The tree's just like, kill me, please. <laughs> 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 all right Brian, go ahead but, we, so we, we had a fake we had a fake christmas tree oh. and for the first time and the last time for christmas we used fake snow a spray on can of fake snow no to make no, it look like no. uh it was it was uh white mm. on on it right yeah no what's wrong with no, that that's some white people shit that is some white people shit go ahead are you kidding me because uh my mom picked it up at poundland and she just wanted to change things up at christmas you know i respect yeah. that mom yeah uh but the the trouble with it was it it got everywhere and like mm. all over the floor and yeah, we were no constantly shit. having to hoover up so what we did is we had a big a big basket a real heavy basket um that was quite quite wide that was meant for just like storing stuff in it, it was i think meant for like dirty clothes whatever mm. um but we just put the fake christmas tree in it so it would collect the fake snow and we wouldn't have to clean up at the end um but it didn't really work there was still fake snow everywhere and so christmas comes and goes and i i have another lovely year of of being a child my innocence still intact at this point but here's where my innocence gets <laughs> torn away from me oh jesus brutally <laughs> in one of the worst ways imaginable okay well when was the what was the youngest age you ever killed something <laughs> I maybe like what thirteen or something? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, you ever killed someone at the age of ten? No. Well, let me explain how I did. Okay, oh, let me explain how this happened. So I'm 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 in the living room, and uh, there's a bunch of fake snow on the floor, uh, and uh, I noticed that I'm I'm just playing around, you know, at a young age, running around the living room, and I noticed that the the fake snow is like I'm creating gusts of wind. With my sheer body, my momentum is like creating these spirals, frozen fractals spinning, <laughs> whirling know, dervishes, all of, whirling, whirling dervishes all around, whatever it is. And uh, and I'm like, oh, whoa! I can like engaging my enormous brain. I'm like, I can I can make some huge ass spirals here. So uh, I start picking up various objects and just swinging them around my living room, and. Uh, uh, just creating bigger and bigger fractals, right? Bigger and bigger sp- uh, spirals in with the fake snow. Now, in the living room at the time, we had probably the size of your standard office desk. Uh, we probably had that uh, uh, a fish tank the size of that. Oh, no. And oh, no. Uh, at, at a certain point, we had probably had about, I think, uh, 12 fish in this fish tank, a lot of water. Uh, a lot of water. I, mm. I don't really know what it would be in cubic meters, but it was quite a bit. It was a very large fish tank. Cubic and uh, I picked up, I picked up this, meta, uh, this big basket, this big straw basket, heavy basket, and it had a metal rim on it. And I, what I was doing is I was running around scooping up air, and the force of it was causing, uh, <laughs> was causing the snow to spiral around <laughs> the living room. You're a little now, scientist. Now, I was 10 years of age, didn't have much upper body strength, and this is quite a heavy basket. So you can probably guess where this next <laughs> section of the story is going to go. 
but I do one little run around and I swing the basket with all of my 10 year old little yeeter energy <laughs> and I, I yeet this basket and it goes flying across the room and collides with the fish tank oh. filled with about 12 fish and about uh, God knows how much water. And I remember just being in shock as soon as it, as soon as it got let go, it was in slow motion for me. I realized what I had done and it just goes flying into the fish tank, smashes it open. And the one thing I remember from that interaction was the water rushing against my body and the feeling of fish <laughs> flapping against my legs, <laughs> flapping against my legs. And I just, I just start freaking out, crying, screaming. I look around, the, the, the living room is soaked in an inch of water. There's fish dying. There's fish dying on the floor. I'm looking around. I have directly murdered 12 fish. Childhood family pets I have killed because of my hubris and thinking that I could contain this basket with a metal rim. My sheer hubris. And immediately I'm like, oh, oh God, I, I got to save them. So I'm running into the kitchen as fast as I can, pouring out my cereal bowl, <laughs> filling it with water. I'm running back into the living room, just trying to puddle fish into the bowl. But the fish are panicking and they're jumping out of the bowl in my hands as I'm trying to pick them up. I'm trying to save them. I'm trying to save them, but I can't. The fish don't want to be saved. They don't want to be saved. The fish, the fish, the fish just are panicking. And then eventually I run and get a bigger bowl. But at this point, I've taken so long in filling up the thing because our taps don't fill up with water that quickly. I walk back into the living room and half the fish are dead. And I'm, I'm staring at half of the fish dead. Some of them are just breathing lightly. And I'm thinking, don't you die on me, you son of a bitch. So I scoop up as many fish I can, as many fish that I can that are still alive. And I open the door. At this point, my mum still doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She, she's running down the stairs. She just sees me with a bowl full of dead fish, half alive, half dead. And I'm crying. and I'm just screaming. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Over and over again. As I open the front door and run out of the front of the house. Wait, why didn't you put them in the sink or the bath I, or something? Because I was panicking. <laughs> and I just Nile. ran. I ran outside and I was like, they've got to survive. They've got to survive. So I'm, I'm thinking and I'm trying to engage my brain as hard as I possibly can. This is the hardest I've ever worked. The cogs are turning at rates that, that are unprecedented at this point in time. And I'm like, okay, nearby, there's a creek about five <laughs> minutes. I can maybe make it in two if I run. So I fucking run. Being so careful with this, with this bowl of, of water and fish. Oh, no. And the local kids are playing on the greenery nearby. And they're like, oh, hey, Brent, what's going on? And I'm just tears just down my eye, <laughs> just rolling down my cheeks, just... My face red, just uh, uh, just running, running for this creek. And I run through the fields and I, I hop over the fence with this bowl of water. And I'm like, just over and over again, just crying, just saying, please don't die. Please don't die. <laughs> I get to the creek. I chuck the fish from the bowl into the creek. And I oh, didn't no. think about which direction the creek was going in. <laughs> because the creek was flowing right into a bramble bush. And I just witnessed the fish that I tried to save, the five fish that were still alive, just get caught in the bramble bush and suffocate. <laughs> and that was 
the first time I killed an animal at the age of 10. <laughs> and, that, and that has stuck with me. Uh, you tried so hard to save them oh, and you just and that, threw and that's them into a thorn bush. The cruel reality of life. Sometimes oh. it doesn't matter how hard you try. You can't, oh. you can't succeed every time. Oh, what a traumatic beginning you, to your life. You are, yeah, yeah. I'm mm. like, I, how did you make it this far? It's I, beyond I, me. I contribute stories like that. I have, I have tons of them. Why did you, um, if you put the fish in a bowl of water, why did yeah. you think it would help to put them in a creek? Because they <laughs> might survive, right? They might go well, on why, to live. Why couldn't they survive in a bowl of water? Because I was 10 years old and panicking. Well, to be fair, you did also say you had like five fish in one cereal bowl. It's hardly a <laughs> great existence, is it? Meanwhile, yeah. your mom is probably like, eh. <laughs> like- <laughs> she, was just, she was just like, oh, whatever. Like we had to replace the carpet for like, and we didn't get a new carpet because we were poor as fuck. Like yeah, you ever lived in a house with no carpet for a while? Yeah, mm. my, yeah like- my parents' house has no carpet. It's just yeah. by a floorboard. Right. Yeah, well, no, not bare floorboards, but it's like the the thing underneath the carpet. You know what I mean? What cement? It's like yeah, cement and stuff. Cement. Uh, oh my cement. god, I just I love yeah. the idea of. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, typically it's like not, you, not wooden floorboards. Like you're thinking like nice, oh. nice floorboards. It's uh, underneath the carpet is often just like cement and yeah, yeah. plywood. Mm. I love the yeah. idea of Brent's mom just being like kind of passive aggressive about it and just like, oh, well, Brent, uh, I'd love if we have a proper carpet here, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty good, wouldn't well, she, it? She, yeah. she, was a, she was a lovely mother. She didn't blame me for the death of the fish. I blamed myself for that. But yeah, She probably I mean, realized you were already traumatized enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, it was 100% your fault. Oh, so yeah, yeah I know, I know. So, yeah. uh, just send this podcast to her. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So I, I have I have um, I have two stories. We can pick one okay. uh, that we want to yeah. want to share. I mean, we have meetings and stuff, so I feel like we should go on for like fifteen more minutes. So yeah, Golden Boy tell us one story, and Josh tell us one we story. Get, we get it, Johnny. You're important. You're busy. <laughs> no, we get it. Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to schedule the podcast. Right. So I'm going to tell you. Oh, so Jesus you know, Christ. I was going to. I'm going to tell you this story. It's basically uh, as a kid. Uh, my mom, she worked two jobs and she went to college, right? So she was constantly like uh, working. She was always home, right? She would come home, she'd cook, she did all the mom things, right? But you know, when we were at school, that's when she was grinding. She was doing, mm-hmm. she was, you know, getting her degree. She she was actually, yeah, working two jobs, like a librarian, another one at a bank. Like she was, she was hustling, right? Because single mom raising two boys, it wasn't easy. Um, also in the Bronx. So, you know, again, like just trying to keep us off the street, that was a task in of, in of itself. Uh, so, uh, what would happen was that sometimes she, like her schedule would uh, overlap and she'd have to go directly from, uh, uh, her classes. So typically she'd like come pick us up, bring us, make us dinner, then go do her, uh, do her schoolwork and then work her night job at, at the library or her school. Um, but sometimes it would overlap and her classes would like it would be like job and immediately got to go to school. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was an absolute boss. Still is. So uh, she would sometimes ask my brother to to babysit me. And my brother, uh, you know, he hated me. He he hated me. <laughs> to be fair, I was a little shit. Like I was the <laughs> I was the worst. I was younger. I was younger. Right. And and I 
my, I mean, my mom let me get away with so much crap. It was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and my brother would be like, yeah, he, I mean, he despised me for it. Right. Like for example, uh, I would go into my brother's room and play Super Nintendo without mm. him knowing. I would delete his Mario files on the regular. <laughs> so he'd have to start from the beginning. And he, he, you are he'd a demon. hate me. Oh, God. Because all I wanted to do was play the games my brother had. I, even though I had a Sega Genesis, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to play the games he had. And uh, he had Super Mario Brothers, which was, you know, awesome. And I wanted to play that, obviously. You know, why wouldn't you? Um but yeah, so that was uh, that, that this like context on my brother and, and, and myself. So uh, the Mortal Kombat movie had just come out. Um, and it was actually like one of the first like decent video game movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all remember it, you know, Mortal Kombat. Right. That great song and stuff. And is very, very popular. Um, they, so, so they used it in the recent Mortal Kombat release. Uh, what were you going to say? Never seen it. No, not never seen Mortal Kombat. No. Wow, but you but you've heard the song though. No, Surely yeah. you've heard the song. Is that it? Is that that That's song? That's a Mortal Kombat song. Oh, that is actually a good song. It means horribly done, but yes, that is a Mortal Kombat. Good song. I can't remember what they say. They scream something. Mortal Kombat. They're screaming Mortal Kombat, the name of the fucking movie. Anyway, moving forward. So uh so the soundtrack to this had come out and my brother uh loved it right we love he loved mortal kombat um i couldn't play because i was i was a kid so but i but then like you know my mom just stopped giving a fuck she was like whatever you're not gonna like do anything bad so just play the game and then eventually i got into it and then the movie came out and then we all went to go see the movie and it was awesome and then he got the soundtrack and he'd play that first song on repeat I mean, he would play it on repeat in our stereo in the living room and fucking crank the speakers up. So it was distorting. It was like, like that sound so much, right? That he's just cranking this. So one day, right, I'm in my room and I'm I'm like playing with my Legos. I love Legos. I was playing with my Legos and stuff. And uh, and I said, I was like, I called my brother Aya. So I was like, Aya, could you stop? You know, and and uh, and he's just like he looks at me. I I kid you not, like he's at the speaker, like fucking head banging, right, like going <laughs> wild. And and then I, I go and I'm like I'm like I ah, like yelling at him because it's so loud. And I was like stop it, right. And then and then he turns to me. He turns to me with this fucking depth, like like turns to me with this death stare. <laughs> You know, his eyes are like freaking red. Like, I don't know what the hell possessed him, right? <laughs> and then he goes mental. And he just comes up to me and he starts fucking throwing punches. And he's like going wild. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like yelling. He's like, oh, God, bro. Like, like, and I'm freaking out. I'm yelling. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm on the sofa and I'm like trying to defend myself. Of course, he's not hitting me. He's just like throwing air punches in my face, just being a pain in the ass, right? <laughs> he's doing all this stuff. He keeps going and I'm just like yelling. I'm like, please stop it. Oh my God. Right? I'm freaking out, right? So he's he's losing his shit. And then we had this uh, middle table in the living room and our, living, our, our apartment was a, a railroad apartment. So mm. it was like living room, kitchen, my bedroom, his bedroom right mm. um so it was like pretty long and my mom's room was over on the side um so he would go to the kitchen 
right? And then run as fast as he possibly can and then jump over the table in the living room. Mind you, our apartment was not big, okay? <laughs> it was not a big apartment. So he's just banging into the TV, right? And and I'm just, like, really confused as to, like, why he's doing this. And, and then uh, and, and he keeps doing this, right? And, and he keeps going nuts. So then he... he I I did the only thing that I felt like any reasonable kid could do. I went to my room and I got one of my plastic knives that I got from this like toy collection. And my mom bought me for like $2 at the, at the bodega downstairs. So uh, I had this knife and I was like, stop it, you know, like freaking out. And then I'm like threatening to like hit him and stuff. So he just grabs me, wrestles the knife out of my hand and then proceeds to do the same exact thing, except this time with a knife. And he's like, going like this while I'm on the sofa, just losing my shit. Stop it, right? So I decide to just book it, right? I'm, I, I run to my room and my room had we didn't have doors in our in our uh, uh, apartment because it was a Bronx apartment they just didn't have doors um so what my mom got were these uh plastic like door closing like like I don't want to say they're not curtains but they're it was just like this thing where yeah, yeah, yeah it was like or you you would extend it and it was like plastic and you would connect with a magnet on on one side yeah, right yeah. it was yeah, pretty yeah, popular yeah. at the time right so this is like this plastic door let's say so i go and i freak out and i and i shut the the plastic right and i'm i'm like oh my god like my back is against the door and i was just like what the hell like as a kid i was like i'm so scared right because I, I gotta call mom like he's lost his fucking mind <laughs> so <laughs> right when that happens my brother in his freaking infinite wisdom decided to chuck the knife at my door <laughs> and as i'm there Right, just panicking. The freaking knife goes, (laughs) and I look at the knife, and I'm like, "Ah!" (laughs) yelling because he nearly killed me. He nearly killed me. And then, and then he saw that, and then he's, and then like he calmed down because he realized I was like deathly afraid. And then he was like, "My my middle name's Andrew." Because just so you know, side story, and I know this is going to be a sidetrack. My brother's name is Alex. My name is Alex. Mm. My dad's name is Alex. It's stupid, I know. So my brother comes up to me, and my middle name's Andrew, and he's like, "He's like Andrew. I'm sorry. I was just, I was just playing around." And and then I'm I'm teary eyed. I'm losing my shit because he knows that I'm gonna. He knows that I'm gonna tell my mom. He (laughs) knows that I'm gonna freak out, right? And then and then he was like, he was like it's okay. It's okay. Like, do you know, like, uh, it's fine. I'm just playing around with you. And I was like, no, you're awful. How can you do this? I know you love me. I know my brother. You know, like I'm losing my, I can't even breathe. I'm crying so much. And then he's like, he's like, do you want to do the mortal Kombat dance with me? And then I, was, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, right, right, right. He's like, you want to do the dance? You want to, you want to do the dance with me? And I was like, yeah, that's all I want to do. with you. And then, and then he's like, okay. So he pumps the music, and then we start fucking doing it. And and then I then and then uh you know I, I all these years later I'll tell my brother this story, and he would instantly be like, I didn't do that shit. <laughs> And that was, uh, I mean, it is a fond memory because I got to spend time with my brother, but it was also horrifying because I thought my brother was going to kill me. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and that's my <laughs> With a plastic knife. <laughs> With my, a plastic knife. <laughs> I, was, I was such a little dick to my little sister. You just reminded me of some, some like, revenge that they got. I, I would, 
because I'm a year older than my sister, I would just like torture her regularly, and she she would try and annoy me as well. But because I was I was bigger than her at the time as well, so you know I would just tease her and annoy her, and I, I would frequently like hide behind things and jump out and scare her, which I made That's- an absolute art of. I would I would I would hide out in her closet for a good thirty minutes, just waiting for a good opportunity when she was about oh, to go to bed fuck. to burst out and scare her, stuff like that. But uh, after I'd been particularly annoying when she had a bunch of mates over, I think she had three of her girlfriends over, and then it was my sister and my mum was like looking after them, and I was just plaguing them, just like being a little prick. I can't even remember what I was doing. I probably fancied one of her friends or something. I can't remember what I was doing. (laughs) Uh, So I was being particularly annoying anyway. And so at one point after they'd been uh, telling me to fuck off over and over and over again, my mum got them together in like a group huddle, and it was like something from the NFL where they decided to run a set play. And I could see from the outside that they were conspiring against me, but I didn't know what was coming. I knew there was some kind of revenge, but I didn't know what it was going to be. Uh, at, at some point, they break and split, and two of them go to the freezer, and three of them run at me. And I'm like, oh, God, I, it's over. I don't know what's happening, but it's just panic in my mind. I run out into the garden. And then my mum comes out, and three of them tackle me to the floor. And my mum, I don't know why, right? But my mum's got vanilla ice cream in in her left hand and a spoon in the other hand. And what they had decided to do, for some reason, they had decided to shove vanilla ice cream down my pants. Like they thought, <laughs> like they thought that would be, I don't know, embarrassing or just messy and sticky. So, they, so three of these girls have pinned me down. My sister just like rips open my trousers and my mum shoves a spoonful of vanilla ice cream just straight down my pants. <laughs> I can't explain why. That's the shit that awakens fetishes in you. Yeah, I didn't know I had a fetish until right now. (laughs) Jesus. He was like getting jumped on by a bunch of girls and just like, hey, baby, what do you want to do tonight? It was terrible. I don't know. Shoving an ice cream down my pants. (laughs) (laughs) It was was sticky and cold. Definitely something that, that awakens fetishes in people. Well, I can tell you I remained absolutely fetishless. Please do not. I don't believe anybody. you. Let's pin him down and try it with ice cream. Let's see if he gets an arrest. Keep in mind, Brent, these were family members. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, some people are into that kind of stuff. I We don't kink shame. <laughs> All right. Well, oh oh, boy, oh, boy. Delete the VOD. Delete, delete the VOD. Get it out of here. The VOD. We're doing so well, Johnny. You uh, told me. Johnny. You told us an amazing story about when you were trying to impress a girl at your school. And I think uh, that's one of the yeah. funniest stories I've ever heard. I feel like I kind of want to save it for next time. Oh, I feel like we can so do a part good, two, though. part two of childhood stories. Well, well, you we guys kind of have to. We kind of yeah. have to do a part two because oh, yeah. we also have a ton say, yeah. of viewer stories as well. Like, I mean, we got some freaking money. The like, people were sending us. Just, I don't know how you guys continue to do this, but you guys <laughs> are just the best. We have the yeah. best audience in the world the the uh, like the the tweets i was getting some stories was nutty anyway uh i will oh, have more i do have a second story of how i tried to ask a girl out okay like, phenomenal okay, very, very short very short yeah so i just fancy this girl and i was like i'm gonna do a real manly thing and i'm gonna ask her out for a meal because that's what <laughs> real gentlemen does right <laughs> how, how, old, how old were you i was like 11 maybe <laughs> 
And I was like, I'm going to be a real gentleman. I'm going to ask her out for a meal. I'm going to take her somewhere, pay for her food, and just be the bigger guy, you know? Because sure. she was a woman. That doesn't make any sense. Why did I say bigger guy? She wasn't a guy at all. <laughs> anyway. And so I, I, I bring up the courage. And you guys know this feeling as well. Like, it takes a lot of courage to mm. go up to a girl in the schoolyard, you know? Yeah, She's I still struggle. With all her friends. Yeah. And, like, it takes a lot of courage. Like, mm. I had to build that shit in. Like, it took me, like, two weeks to finally have the courage to walk up to her and ask her out. Uh, her name was Lisa. Mm-hmm. So I walk up to her and I'm like, hey, Lisa. She was one year old, by the way. So bad move. Oh, shouldn't ask someone else who's one year older than you, because uh, you should always look down when you're in school. You know, you can't like look up because yeah. in, in elementary school, especially age is such a, mm. you know, it's only like one or two years. But at the time, it's such a big deal whether you're in seven. You look up and you'll be blinded by that greatness. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I was this 11 year old guy and I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to uh, try to date this 12 year old girl, which sounds really bad when I say it in no context. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I go up to ask her out, and I'm like, hey, Lisa, uh, would you mind if I took you out for some $1 fries? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> shame for the rest of my life. That's her response uh... was, what's wrong with you? Yeah, just like she didn't wow. want $1 fries. <laughs> I would fucking take you up on that offer, Johnny. I'm not going to lie. Hey, you want to go on a date, Brent? Yeah. Sort it out. Hi. Sort it out. Hi, before I, before uh, I, I say, uh, you know, end my podcast for today, I just wanted to say that your story, Golden Boy, awoke a memory in me. Um, and uh-huh. I just like to uh, apologize to my dad um, for a very awful thing I did when I was like eight, nine years old. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for uh, deleting your Final Fantasy VII save. Oh. Oh, uh, man. I know uh, you put I, like 40 hours into that. I'm really sorry, Dad. You just reminded me of a story, but I'm like, 40 I hours? Tell it. What do you mean? Was Final 40... Fantasy VII was a huge game. No, but I'm saying he was 40 hours into it. And you deleted it, you fucking <laughs> dumbass. I was like eight. I was oh, like eight or something. I don't give a shit. Stay away from like, the PlayStation. I didn't even delete it. I didn't even delete it. I oversaved it with my own new game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the classic. With your, with your trash ass profile, <laughs> and you probably had fire on cloud. What's sorry, wrong with Dad. you? I'm sorry. Dad. Oh man, you probably he probably was starting to work on his chocobos too. Oh, you're the worst. I'm sorry, Dad. You're the worst, man. Did you say yeah. that triggered a memory in you, Brad? Yeah, but I can't tell it. Why can't you tell it? Because it's just like, it's so depressing. What do you mean it's so depressing? It was like a similar story. I was like, uh, uh... <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, oh boy, where do we begin? Uh, I'm, I was a little, I was a bit of a little shit uh, when I was mm. a kid. And was uh, I, I was like, I also like to be a little bit inventive. So what I did was I got a, I got a little remote control car as a kid. And now... My mum, right uh, at, the, at the time, was seeing some dude who was uh, who was abusive, right? Mm. And uh, uh, I, I, what I did was, as a kid, he was playing on an Xbox on the floor. He's playing Halo. Remember Halo uh, Combat Evolved on the Xbox? And uh, I was like, I was like, I wonder if I can turn off the Xbox because you remember the original Xbox, the middle power button was right smack bang yeah. in the middle. I was like, I wonder if I can turn it off by like taping a pen to my new remote control car <laughs> and doing it remotely from the other room yeah, and uh, he'll never know who's in charge of the yeah, car <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like he'll never know 
Uh, so I just fucking did it. And uh, and I did it. I nailed it. And I just started laughing, thinking it was the funniest thing in the world. Uh, and then I, he just started screaming at me. And I was just like, oh, God, no, what a mistake. <laughs> and I was just like running to my room, just getting away from this fucking nutcase. I, I actually, just set off. I actually and sort of fucking pulled it off, thing. which is the more impressive part off. of it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I actually did a pretty similar thing. I was playing video games on a PlayStation 2 with my cousin. Um, and he beat me because he's two years older than me. And I was pissed. And I was like, I'm going to take my game and I'm going to go home. And so I pressed the eject button while the PlayStation was running. And he was furious and he started punching me. Because, <laughs> oh my God. Because when, when, when you play the PlayStation, you can never eject the disc while it's running because that's going to ruin the PlayStation. It's going to ruin the disc. And we have to be very careful about that. Mm. Damn. Mm. So, Damn. Uh, I mean, we've had some pretty crazy moments with our, with our uh, siblings as well. Uh, I know I have, you know, uh, Josh, whatever that was, you have had as well. <laughs> Some weird uh, we actually thing, we had a we had a viewer uh we hey had guys, a viewer ice cream down my pants submit submit a story that i think how long do we have we have time for at least at least one yeah you got, maybe we you, i'll give you five minutes sure uh, I, I so, need a shower doesn't involve poop so, so i don't know uh, i haven't read the story but i saw that it, it involved uh, a, a child so let's let's just do this so uh whims whimsy proof on uh whimsy poof excuse me on twitter uh said uh hashtag foreheads make sure if you guys want to share stuff with us use the hashtag the foreheads uh my fondest childhood memory was when i was seven <laughs> years old uh to this day i'm a pretty organized guy and my little sister is the opposite she destroys everything when i was younger i had a box of toys when i was done with the toys i will put them back what a good kid one afternoon i put my toys away and my sister knocked over the box and created a mess my mother saw the mess and blamed me for it i knew my sister made the mess but i cleaned it up regardless minutes later my sister knocks it over again and my mother sees it now my mom is really upset that i haven't cleaned the toys and i tried to tell her that my sister did it but she didn't believe me i cleaned my toys and then came up with the most diabolical scheme to get back at my sister <laughs> I calmly walked upstairs to my sister's room. I'm imagining something very sadistic here. I calmly walked upstairs to my sister's room and decided to fight fire with fire. I approached a window in her bedroom, looking out of the backyard and smashed my head into it, <laughs> causing the glass to break. My mom ran upstairs and asked what happened. I told her that my sister made a mess, so I broke her window. This plan <laughs> <laughs> this plan backfired though because now with the window destroyed my sister had to sleep in my room <laughs> i'm not sure how breaking a window compares to knocking over a toy box but that's kid logic for you <laughs> i that's i it. thought he was with gonna say uh i blame my sister pushed me into the window but no yeah, no or, he... or, yeah or, which by the way would be like <laughs> Horrendous, yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> like just, it'd be like way worse. Well, it's the what ravings the of a psychopath, lunatic that he calmly walked into <laughs> and headbutted a window. <laughs> he could have torn his face to shreds. Oh, well, he was a kid. Well, he clearly cracked the window. He's got enough power to be able to do that. Probably been working out, got the neck muscles going. Probably did some martial arts as a kid. So we have another one here that was pretty funny just because of how it ended, uh, it, like on Twitter. So uh, Left Specters says, uh, I played coach pitch baseball, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but it's like the coach is the one that pitches, not another kid. Okay. Um, 
uh, when I was seven, uh, <laughs> older than T-ball, not enough for real baseball. It's like it's for kids. It's meant for kids. Yeah, but uh, I can which, just see the kid, like the coach, playing with the kids and just fucking yeeting. <laughs> <balls. Yeah. laughs> no, no, no. It was underhand. It was more than likely under. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, go on, go on. Uh, we didn't do that in the Bronx, though. We had other kids throw it, and those kids yeeted the fuck out of those balls. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, I played coach pitch baseball when I was seven, older than T-ball, not old enough for real baseball. Uh, they had a system where if you struck out, they would let you hit uh, hit one off the tee. Okay. Uh, for half the season, I was intentionally missing the ball and then using the tee to hit a slow ground ball to third to the third baseman because none of us had the arm strength to throw the ball from third base to first base. Wow, this the guy's coach, really put a lot of thought into his the strategy. Coaches eventually figured it out and what I was doing and had to talk to my parents about it. So then someone tweeted, are you going to finish the story? And then he responds with, that was the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> so this guy, intelligently enough, just shat the bed every time he went up to pitch. And then guaranteed that he got a base hit each and every time. Mm. Oh, man. And, and they had to tell his parents about it. I mean, at that okay. point, if you're a parent, you just feel satisfied that you've raised an intelligent human being. That's Critical very true. thinking at its finest. We got one more here that I'm going to read. Uh, this one uh, is a little bit longer, and it seems to have some some length. I don't know if I, we have right. time for Last this. one. Like, last, right, last one. one. Even, okay. Okay. My most embarrassing childhood memory is back when I would watch Hannah Montana in my living room. This is from uh, Tajin, uh, at Likely Insane on Twitter. and says, and it would be so engrossed into the episode that I would feel the urge to urinate. Uh, but not wanting oh. to miss a single second of the show, I had the most resourceful idea. To piss behind my parents' velvet couch. This continued for next year until my parents had decided to get rid of the sinful couch. Oh, no. When my older cousin asked why the couch smelt of piss while moving it to the dump, I simply stayed quiet. Another time (laughs) was during nap time when a kid had licked my toes and it felt okay. So I would point at them so he could lick them again. (laughs) After about 15 or so minutes of this softcore CP, the licking had ceased. And me being confused, I peeked my head out of my blanket and saw my teacher. The look she gave me is forever ingrained in my head as the most disgusted and disappointing face I've ever had seen. I'd also like to mention that I'm a guy and straight as much as the earlier tweet disagrees with that. Wow. I don't believe the piss story. I'm sorry. I don't believe the piss story. I I think it's made up. You can all enjoy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm uh, not buying stocks in that store. Nobody pisses at a couch for a year straight without no one noticing. Hey, I mean, I would, stranger things have happened. I would tend to agree. My little brother actually used to hide salmon. Whenever we gave him salmon, he would not <laughs> oh, eat thank it. Thank God you said salmon. Thank God you said salmon. <laughs> and, and whenever he'd have the leftovers at the end that he refused to eat, we'd be like, well, you're not leaving the table until you eat your dinner. But we would all leave the table. And then he, without us realizing, would take his little bowl of salmon and he'd run off and behind this cupboard, he'd scrape it all out. And we only realized, I mean, you would think that you'd be able to smell that much fish, especially if it started rotting or something. We only realized when the dog started like scrabbling at the cupboard after 
uh, maybe two or three times of him dumping the fish like that. And we didn't have fish every day, right? So this is like weeks into the future after the first instance. Oh the the dog's like scrabbling at this cupboard trying to get behind him. We're like, what What the hell is behind it? Pull it open. And it's like like a carcass of salmon from all of the stuff that he's put behind there. <laughs> what the hell, dude? So I don't know. That's People amazing. are weird. It's kid People. logic. It really is kid logic, man. It's impressive stuff. So we had a bunch of other topics to get into, but obviously we won't. I think that what we should do is shelve uh, more of our fondest, embarrassing childhood memories for a later episode. Yes. And uh, and then next week we're going to get back to, you know, more of the Regularly usual, scheduled uh, AI podcast. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, next week I will be in Los Angeles. Mm. So that's going to be pretty fun. Mm. That's right. Also, uh, I will be at the uh, Kit Kat Rivalry Weekend. Uh, it was just announced yesterday uh, for the LA Valiant. So for the Overwatch League fans, uh, you'll see us. Maybe we should do something. We should do like a meet and greet or something. Yeah. Mm. You know, that'd be pretty. Okay, like, we'll just cool. find a bar. Maybe we'll just go to Guildhall. And then we'll just. I'll be really far, though, from where we <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, it is really far. Uh, don't, do, don't do Guild. We'll do like, a, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. Local, we'll figure it out. Local area, son. Lo- yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, any suggestions, of course, always welcome. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Wow, we, 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 we crush it. Way to, right. way to kill the game. Mr. Morello is outside in his car waiting for me. Oh, <laughs> God. He could, he could just fuck oh, really? right off. Yeah. Dude, I need to anyway. shower. All right, guys. Go shower. Go do your stuff. I got a flight to catch. This has been the Foreheads Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Subscribe in there as well. Uh, if you enjoyed the show live, thank you so much. If you have any comments, leave it in the comment section down below. We may read it in the next episode of the podcast. Leave us a review. We're trying to get to at least yeah. like 100 reviews. If we can get yeah. to 100 freaking reviews, we might actually show up in the damn rankings for the podcast stuff, yeah. which would be really sick i don't know it's just a theory i cooked up in my mind just to get you guys to review us some more uh thank you guys so much for checking this out this is the forex podcast catch you next week peace Turn up. later